to better understand the Bible? How can you grow as a Christian and find personal peace? What happens at the second coming of Jesus? What is the relevance of Bible prophecy today? How do you identify a cult? What happens when you die? Here is your opportunity to find answers to these and many other questions by exploring 30 not only relevant but life-changing topics that await your discovery. Welcome to Search for Certainty. I'm glad you could join us today. I'm your host, Gail Fong, and with me in the studio today is Hannah Nakagawa. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you, Gail. Last time we studied how to have personal peace. Mm. This time, it's the secret of a new life and the power for living. And have you ever wondered how you can become the person you really want to be? Why is it that when we try so hard, we fail so often? At times we seem to be prisoners of our habits, chained in the dungeon of evil desires. Unaided by the grace of God, we are all helpless prisoners. We are captives of our fallen sinful nature. We may desire to change, but we don't have the power to change. Separated from God, we are subject to death. The death of Jesus paid the penalty of sin for every person. However, this gift must be accepted individually, and it becomes effective when a person chooses to acknowledge Jesus as Saviour. God's grace provides pardon from the penalty of sin. It also provides new power for living. So in our lesson study today, we're going to discover the real secret of power for living in the 21st century. And before we begin, Hannah, would you invite the Holy Spirit to be with us in prayer? Sure, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We thank you, Lord, for giving us new day of life today. Thank you so much for loving us. Thank you for caring for us. As we open the scripture and discover the secret of new life, we invite your Holy Spirit to be with us. Please guide us, lead us, and give us understanding. And please speak to our heart. Pray all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Hannah. Well, what promise does the scripture give for those who surrender their lives to Christ? 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. If you could read that for us, Hannah. Sure. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Wow, that's amazing, isn't mm. it? So uh, anyone who belongs to Christ can become a new creature, yes. will become a new creature. Mm. Wow. Well, let's unpack this a little more. Can human beings accomplish this change themselves? Uh, we look to the book of Job, Job chapter 14 
and verse 4. And Job's in the Old Testament, the book just before the psalm. Job's 14, verse 4, it says, Who can bring a clean things out of un- unclean? No one. Mm. Well, that's one answer. What about Jeremiah in the Old Testament, chapter 13 and verse 23? Jeremiah 13, verse 23, it says, Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard its spot? Then may you also do good who are accustomed to do evil. Wow. So according to those verses, can I change myself mm. or I can't change myself? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it is a very interesting verse that can Ethiopian change his skin or leopard its spot? Surely they cannot. And if they can't, we as um, humans who are accustomed to do evil, we cannot also do good things. So we cannot change ourselves. Amen, Hannah. Without Jesus' power... We can actually do nothing. Nothing. We are powerless in our own strength. Wow, that's quite a challenging thought. And how did Jesus describe this change to respectable, God-fearing Nicodemus? And we're going to the book of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, and we're reading the passage, verses 1 through to 8. Yes, John 3, 1 to 8, it says, There was a man of Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jew. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. So from the words of Christ himself, He's saying to Nicodemus, who was a Pharisee, mm. was a very religious man. That's right. And he's telling him, you must be born, born again. again. Probably it's a very surprising thing for him. Um, maybe he thought that he can be in heaven because of his um, righteous deeds or because he's Jewish. But Jesus clearly said, you need to be born again. Amen. Born of water Mm. and of the Spirit. Spirit. So not talking of physical birth, but a spiritual birth. Yes. Well, how does this miraculous change take place? We're going to the New Testament, Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. Yes, the Bible says, 
I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. That's an amazing verse, isn't mm. it? I have been crucified with Christ. Well, when Christ was crucified, he certainly died mm. physical. Yes. But in this sense, it's no longer I who live, but Christ, Christ. who lives in me. Mm. So there's a death to self happening here. That's right. Subduing of what I want and a willingness and a desire and a longing to follow Jesus mm. and all that he says. Amen. Well, when an individual surrenders totally to God, the Holy Spirit takes possession of the life. The result is a mysterious union with God. The person becomes a new individual. They are now under the control of a completely new nature. We're going to be looking a little at that a little bit further on. By receiving Christ, they receive power for victorious living. And day by day as they abide in Christ, the Holy Spirit writes the principles of the law upon their heart. Maybe we could look at John 15 and verse 4. John 15 verse 4. The yes. Bible says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruits of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you, unless you abide in me. So that abiding, that staying, that that clinging to Jesus, yes, it's a daily walk. It's a daily prayer. It's a daily relationship mm. with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's right. Self can easily arise, but we need to surrender daily that we can abide with Jesus, that he can live in us. Amen. You never see a vine, do you? You never see a grapevine that's lush and the fruit bearing that's separated from the main part. That is true. You have to be connected. Mm. So important. And yet as the vine does not say, well, I wish to be disconnected, they don't really have a choice. But we as humans, we're the ones that we can disconnect with God mm. if we so choose. So it's a consciousness to make that connection with God daily. I find first thing in the morning is a wonderful time to yes. connect with God. Mm. Thank him for life as soon as I wake. Yes. Thank him and invite him to make his home in my heart. Amen. Well, does this mean our good works are the basis of our salvation? What is the basis of our salvation? Romans chapter 3, verse 27 and 28. The Bible says, Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Hmm. So salvation is totally of grace, never of works. We can never add to it. That's right. To improve our status with mm. God. Mm. By faith, we receive God's grace, even 
When the born-again Christian obeys God, it is Christ who empowers them to work. Our role is to cooperate with Christ and let him work in us. Our responsibility is to be willing to do anything Christ asks us to do. Love is the motive for obedience. Christ will never ask us to do anything. He will not provide us the power to do. Mm. Have you experienced that, Hannah? Yes, um, that's true, so true. Um, Sometimes like we try to do big, big things, but God doesn't often ask that. When we face are faithful to even the small things, um, God honor this and he can give us the power to do so as well. Amen. I remember when I first decided to fully commit everything to Christ, mm. I was actually fearful because I thought, well, the Lord might send me somewhere where I really don't want to go. Yes. <laughs> and I was um, perhaps I was afraid of that. But I discovered that as I surrendered my heart to the Lord, that he actually led me on gently. He did not ask me to do more than he gave me the strength to do. Mm. And that has always stood out in my mind that it's not always will he expect grand and gross things of you, but that you will just be obedient to his voice wherever you find your, wherever he plants you. Mm. Amen. I was reminded um, of the quotes that I read recently. Um, is that okay if I share Yes, it? certainly, um, Hannah. It says, The Christian who is as such in his private life in a daily surrender of self, in sincerity of purpose and purity of thought, in meekness under provocation, in faith and pity, in Fidelity in what which is least, the one who in in the home life represent the character of Christ, such a one may in the sight of God be more precious than even the world-renowned missionary or martyr. I think it is amazing that we constantly give our life to God and be faithful in small thing in front of us. It's a um, it's a honorable in the sight of God. Amen, Anna. That's a beautiful quote. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Well, how can I have this power to live a life that honors Christ? John chapter 1 and verse 12. The Bible says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Hmm. So receiving him and believing in his name. So to receive Christ is to receive this power. As he enters our life, he is the power for victory. Mm. In our natural state, we are incapable of doing good. When we want to do what is right, another power seems to take possession of us. Through Jesus, we have the power to overcome. We no longer need to fail again and again, fixed in the rut of perpetual discouragement. Now we can be victorious. I think of that verse, very familiar, Philippians chapter 
four, verse thirteen. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Yes, that's right. It is it's discouraging when we try to do things the right thing. We know what's right. We want to do good things, but we do not have the power to do so. It is discouraging, but in Christ. The power is given, Amen. so we can go to God instead of trying to handle by ourselves. And when you claim the promise, when you're asking in prayer, you're believing what God says in His Word, and you claim the promise and you thank Him for fulfilling that promise in your life, and go forward in faith, He does move mountains. Mm. He will be there to help you. Amen. Well, when Jesus enters our heart through the Holy Spirit, what does He give us in Romans chapter eight and verse eleven? Romans eight, verse eleven. The Bible says, "But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through His Spirit who dwells in you." Amen. So that life that He gives us is spiritual life now, and the promise of eternal life to come. Yes. Wow. We may have the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit, living in us by simply accepting Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. Amen. And confessing our sins, mm. we will be forgiven. Well, what is the evidence that Christ does in reality dwell in our hearts? Let's go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 24 and 25. It says, And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So the greatest evidence, Hannah, that Christ dwells in our hearts is a changed life, mm. a transformed life. To crucify the flesh means to voluntarily go through the pain of surrendering our will mm. to Christ or choosing. I'm not choosing my way, but I'm willing and I'm going to choose God's way. Yes, that's a daily battle, isn't it? We all have the selfishness or selfish desire, or um, yeah, the passions. But we、uh, surrender it so that the instead、um, spirit can dwell in us and、um, have the spirit of Christ. Amen. What is the one guiding principle of Jesus' life? John chapter eight and verse twenty-nine. John chapter eight verse twenty nine it says, "And he who sent me is with me. The Father has left not left me alone, for I always do those things that pleases Him." Amen. So, it's so important that we are willing to do those things that please God.、Mm. And that's how Jesus lived his life. Yes, not according to what he wanted,、mm. but was willing to always live according to his Father's will. Amen. It's an excellent way to live. Well, when Jesus breaks the bondage of sin, what wonderful privilege does he offer us in Romans chapter eight, verse fifteen to seventeen? 
For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Amen. So we all belong to the family of God, Hannah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> what a wonderful privilege. It is, yeah. To know we are adopted sons and daughters of God through Christ. Mm. We are part of God's royal family with all the rights and privileges of a family member. We never need to feel lonely, insecure or uncertain again. Jesus is our elder brother, God our wonderful, loving Heavenly Father, the Holy Spirit our counsellor and guide, and the angels our protectors. What does Christ promise he will do deep within us, Hannah? Hebrews 8 verse 10. The Bible says, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my law in their minds and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Mm. So he's going to put his laws in our minds, write them on our hearts. So it's something that will become a part of us. It becomes so natural that we will not think that it's hard work. Yes, that's right. I, I really like that Jesus, uh, God said, I will make with a covenant and I will put my law because it is something that we cannot do. As we have been talking, we can't change our action, but God said, I will put my law within you. Amen. Just like the leopard can't change his spots. That's so true. But God promises to change us from within. He will place his law in our mind so we know it. And he will also write it in our hearts so we will love it. And by his law becoming part of the principles of our life, we have the indwelling of God, the Holy Spirit. Mm. Well, when God changes us inside, we will love to do his will. It will become a natural outworking in our life. Yes. What was Jesus' heart hunger? Hebrews 10 verse 7. It says, Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the vol uh, volume of the book, it is written of me to do your will, O God. Wow. So Jesus came, came and took on humanity. Mm. His sole purpose was to do his Father's will. Yes, he came to save the world from their sins and be our Savior. Mm. But he came to live that obedient life. That's right. Mm. So, Hannah, it's not just by his death, that our, which gives us forgiveness of sin and cleansing, but by his obedient life that wow. we are given power to live an obedient life. That's so true. If Jesus, um, if Jesus decided to disobey, then we would not have any hope, but because Jesus faithfully obeyed and to do God's will, um, we... 
we are saved by His grace. Amen. And He can give us the power, mm. His power to live That's right. a victorious mm. life. It's amazing. What an exchange, the old life for the new. Jesus' longing was to do the Father's will, and his heart's desire was to please God. Wow. And every heart, our transformed hearts, by God's grace, we will want to do God's will as well. Mm. When will this miraculous new birth take place? Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and open the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. It seems so straightforward. Mm. But we have to hear the knocking. Yes. It's ever so gentle. Mm. I don't believe it's a loud, thunderous knock, but there's that gentle prompting on our heart's door. Mm. And God is such a gentleman, Hannah. He's waiting. And who actually opens the door in that verse? Um, It says that um, hear my voice and open the door. So it's us who needs to open the door. Um, Jesus doesn't um, force us to open. He doesn't just um, aggressively come, but we need to make a decision to allow him to come into our life. It's interesting because if you picture it in your mind and you listen in your heart for that gentle knocking of the Holy Spirit, God is looking for residence in our hearts. Yes. And as we choose to allow him in, as we make that conscious choice mm. to invite him in, to, to, to be the Lord of our life, as he comes in, then he does, doesn't want to be left in the lounge room of our heart. <laughs> he actually wants to have fellowship with us. Yes. Because when you're eating and dining with someone, mm. you are usually talking with that person That's right. as Sharing well. a meal, same meal, and talking and spending time together. And this is what God is saying. I don't just want to come in to your heart. I want to actually have a relationship with Mm. you. And when we invite him in, sometimes it's good to even visualize doing that and inviting him in. Uh, he, He does come in. And having Christ take up residence in our heart by faith, there's a peace that passes all understanding. There's a joy because you know I'm not alone, but mm. it's no longer I who live, but Christ who liveth in me. Mm. We, can, we are experiencing it, and we can take him with us through the day. Mm. And we're reminded, he does say, lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age as well. So this is life transforming. This is... This is life-transforming power that changes us when he comes into our life. And he lifts us from our human weakness and gives us his divine strength. No longer, Hannah, must we battle the desires of our human nature Mm. alone. We are now conquerors 
through Jesus Christ. As we were saying before in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, I can do all, all things. things through Christ who strengthens me. In Christ, we are free to become the people we were born to be. There's all, it's always important to make a choice. Mm. And there are three choices that we could make. And it could be, I choose to allow Jesus to enter my heart and completely change my nature. I like to choose him every day to come in and mm. change me completely every day. Or I have allowed some sin to hinder me from the full control of the Holy Spirit. We may be in that category. Or just now, I repent of that sin and choose to surrender it and my life fully to Jesus. Whichever category you may find yourself in, if you're listening in or wherever you are, may the Holy Spirit guide you in your choice, but may you allow him in. Mm. Let us pray together. Our dear, loving, heavenly Father, we thank you for the promise of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. We do not have to go through life in our own strength, but your promise is that you will come in and that you will eat with us and we with you, that we may have fellowship, that we may have a relationship with our Creator, our Redeemer, our coming King, our Savior and our God, and that through our faith in your sacrifice, in your perfect life, we may have victory and we may not just have this experience for a moment, but we may be growing day by day as we remain in Christ that we will have this personal relationship with you and that we may have opportunity to know the secret of the new life is abiding in Christ. We thank you for the forgiveness of our sins and giving us this wonderful experience, not just for a moment, but for a lifetime, because we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Hannah, I've really enjoyed studying this subject today. Me too. And I'm so glad that we could be sharing it together as well. And so wonderful to have our listeners with us. And may God bless you and go in peace as you meditate upon his word. If you have questions or comments about any of the programs you've heard, 
You can call 3ABN Australia Radio within Australia on 02 4973 or from outside of Australia on country code 612-4973-3456. Our email address is radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. That is radio at the number 3 ABN Australia, all one word, dot org dot au. Our postal address is 3ABN Australia Inc, PO Box 752, Morissette, New South Wales 2264, Australia. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. The Saviour is waiting to
and friends singing Write Them on My Heart. Before that, we heard Fountain View Academy sing The Savior is Waiting. And coming up next, the Hamilton family will sing the Surrender Medley. Entirely to your 
and I want to welcome you to Healthy Living Around the World. I am on site at the Health Training School at Center for Health in Bulgaria and today my guest is Jordan Sanchez. Welcome to the program Jordan. Thank you so much. Now Jordan you're here at a health training school obviously learning about healthy living but where are you from originally? I'm from Mexico uh, in a small city that is Pisaco in Tlaxcala. Yeah. Okay so mm. All the way from Mexico, you're here in Bulgaria. Yeah. So, how did that come about? Why did you want to come here to this school? Um, I think because uh, I decided to be missionary, mm -hmm. so God opened doors okay. by different places. So I was working in like like missionary in Egypt. Um, after I went to Lebanon, this is the way that I am here. Yes. Okay. So you've um, come here to learn. Healthy living, so that you can help people when you're doing your missionary work. Yeah, sure. I, yeah, I come for that. Good, good. So maybe would you like to share a little bit about what kind of things you've been learning in your training? Uh, okay, we are learning about how to use uh, natural remedies, mm -hmm. the eight natural laws. Okay. Also, we are learning how we can find the the eight natural laws by the Bible. Also, so they're all in the Bible, all the eight natural laws? Uh, we are studying about that. Okay. We are in the third, in the air. Yes. Yeah, we didn't finish this. Okay, you're still learning. Well, yeah. That's very interesting. So we are doing this um, now and also um, for the place that we are going to serve, we are learning also uh, how to explain this to Muslim people. Mm. So this is the way that we are going to do Okay, yeah. so how you can actually teach that to others. That's very good. Have you had much experience with actually applying these principles in your own life, these li healthy living principles? Mm, yeah, actually, when I entered to the university, mm -hmm. I was, even I was not Adventist, so I wanted to change to study, but also I wanted to have an experience with God. God uh, was helping me there. I was canvassing and I decided not to eat any more meat. And, okay. Uh, maybe another things that usually uh, not Adventists do. So for me it was a very good experience and I didn't get any sick. And until now I am maybe uh, since 2010 mm -hmm. until now it's nine years without meat. Right. So you've yeah. all this time without eating any meat. Yeah. And you've been fine with that? I am fine with that. Um, I'm not feeling any problem. Mm -hmm. So I think that I am keeping my way mm -hmm. since this moment and I am feeling good. Great. Yeah. Okay, that's good to hear. How do you find the food? Uh, normally we uh, cook, trying to cook without oil or okay. normal oil. We use something like more healthy like olive oil or seed scripts mm -hmm. uh, oil or another kind of oil okay. that is not uh, bad for our body. Mm. Also uh, vegetables, uh, try to drink good water every day. Yes. Um, seeds, I like to eat seeds so that helps us to maybe sometimes we need some vitamins or ah, some uh, yes. yeah, complement or food that we don't have, uh, for example, nut nutrients that we have in the meat, we can 
supply by some seeds or oh okay food. so you're you're able to get all the nutrients you need just from plant sources yeah for okay. sure yeah okay good mm -hmm. that's excellent so um, this is my experience and I like it and I mm. I I never mind to go back to the to my last uh, way food or try to yes. do it. Okay, you're happy like just before. to continue no. doing this way. Yeah, I like it and I, I, um, I think God provides everything as we can change our way to to eat and be more healthy. So we are trying to do like before, like mm -hmm. you know, in, in the then how mm -hmm. the people were eating and mm -hmm. after that also. So trying to avoid things that is not good for our bodies. Yes. Mm -hmm. ah, that is very good. So is there a lifestyle habit that you have or principle that you follow that is your favorite? Actually, the eight low remedies is good. Mm -hmm. Like to make our total reform. Okay. But... And which, which are those? What, what, what are the eight laws in brief? Okay. For example, uh, nutrition, temperance, air, sunlight, uh, um, trust in God. Okay. Yeah, I remember five. Mm -hmm. Exercises. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm liking the two. Mm -hmm. So, um, this ones uh, I, I like to do, I feel that it's helping us to mm. too much and to be more healthy. And that will help us to, to know more even, to, to how to, to do the correct things okay. more wise so we can last a little bit more time for serving God not only for to be healthy ah so you can live good. longer um, I don't pretend to live longer if okay. I pretend to be healthy ah yes so uh -huh. I can work for God more, oh, better good okay yeah. so you notice a difference in how your health affects your ability to work for God for uh, of course that that helps us a lot so in special when you know, when you are sick you mm -hmm. are, or you have any problem, you cannot serve God as 100%. So, mm. trying to keep yourself help you to, to do better. In serving God. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, that's good to hear. Have you noticed any difference in how living healthfully enables you to have a better relationship with God? Ah, of course. Also, you know... This is something about fidelity, even is connected with that. Okay. Um, I, I can say about Daniel, mm -hmm. first chapter, where he were called to, to stay in the kingdom of Nebuchadnezzar. Mm. Yes. So he were telling to the people who were giving him food that mm. he wanted to give another kind of food because first the food that he were receiving or they were receiving because they were uh, friends. Mm. So they were receiving food that first were given to the idols and after they okay. were putting in their plates. Yes. Mm. And you can imagine it's the food for the king. Mm. Maybe it's good food. <laughs> but he didn't saw this. Uh. He saw uh, the bad of this food because, for example, they have drinking that is not good because probably mm. the alcohol cannot help us to to be wise yes yes <laughs> um, or maybe another kind of drinking mm -hmm. so for sure 
what they give to the idols was not clean food, was mm. not pure as, you know, they, they were Jews. Mm. So they were trying to eat just as they know. Yes. As their laws has. So all of these kind of things um, help them to be to have a good relationship with God. Mm. And, you know, the, the wisdom comes from God. Yes. So that helped to, to do something good, to, uh. to improve, to help the people, to, to be more spiritual. This is very important mm -hmm. for have a connection with God. So I, don't, I never mind a person, for example, that wanted to have a good relationship with God if um, they want to have pleasure by themselves, but not with God, uh, only for themselves, uh -huh. through what they like, Yes. what they so, like to eat. For yes. example. Uh -huh. So if people do that, then it, how yeah. can they have their own pleasure, but then yeah. still have God? It doesn't really mix. Yeah, but in this case, everything is complete. Not only food, you know, we need to have exercise. Because mm -hmm. it's not working. For example, you try to be healthy, but you don't do exercise. So this not help you. It's like not have a balance. Mm. For example, uh, also to, to get some vitamin D that we really need vitamin D for be yes. more healthy, not yes. have depression sometimes. So sometimes that's not healthy. We are in a close place or we don't try to expose our body to the sun. Mm. So we need to know what is the, real, uh, the good time to go outside. Mm. Um, so we cannot be affected also for the sun because sometimes we get other problem. These kind of things that help us to have a good relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're noticing that the faithfulness in these natural health laws of our bodies yeah. is helping us with our faithfulness and closeness to God. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's interesting. That's very good mm -hmm. where you've described that. So if there is someone, if you meet someone, for example, who is wanting to change their lifestyle um, for you know, for better, maybe adopt mm -hmm. one of those eight laws that you mentioned. Yeah. What would you say is good for them to to think about in terms of, I don't know, a strategy or, or something that you've learned in your experience that helps them in making those changes? Okay, maybe if somebody wants to start, I just start with something that is very important. Yes? Okay. Um, can I say that I didn't read my Bible before to be Adventist? Okay. Also, I went to the university. I had at this time 23, year, 23 years old. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to know more about God when my friends or people that I start to know, they start to teach me what the Bible says. So for me, it was a very nice experience mm -hmm. that started me to transform my mind, my thinking. So we can start with that. With your, your relationship with God. With that, you will be open for ah, accept what is good for okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you think that um, having a, an open connection with God is mm -hmm. an important foundation for making more changes in your life in other areas. For sure, yeah. Okay. This is the, the pillar that we need ah, to establish everything. Uh -huh. And you found that in your own experience? I found it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... Um, was something that really, I want to say to the people that help a lot. So, can I see many people that is very, very sick, 
people that have a lot of problems. But I think sometimes we forget God. Yes, okay. So when we start with God mm. again, mm. so we can try to to see. Or after that we transform many things. Okay. So this is uh, like the pillar that we need for change. Right. God mm -hmm. is the pillar for change. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's... Well, we know God is all powerful. He's powerful, so, yeah. That's tapping into a good source of strength <laughs> for making changes. Yeah, yes. and everything is in the in the writings, in the Bible. So mm. we need to know more about why we do this, why we do that. Mm -hmm. um, what is more correct? Mm -hmm. All the time we need to do this before before read the Bible, what say God, and we can start do something because God wants the the good for us, not yes. make us any problem if not want or well. Mm, that's so encouraging that he wants our, our health and good mm -hmm. <laughs> well-being and happiness doesn't he god does yeah yes yes that's right well very good thank you so much for sharing with thank us you. your thoughts and experience today it's been very interesting yeah thank you so much for inviting me <laughs> you're welcome we have been recording on location today at center for health the training school here at center for health in bulgaria and we've been speaking with Jordan Sanchez, who's our guest today. You've been listening to Healthy Living Around the World. I'm your host, Casey Butler. And until next time, God bless. You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Radio.